You know, we serve an awesome God, amen? It's in that, you know, uh, and it's not an understatement, it's, you know, it's a fact of, of uh, we serve an, our God is great and greatly to be praised, amen? Hallelujah. What I would like to uh, share with you tonight, hallelujah, um, is something, you know, it reminds me of, you know, of course, the Word of God is, uh, Jesus is the Word, but it reminds me of what, when Jesus walked the earth, of course, He, he, was, he was the Word, He is the Word, and it was, uh, it was authority. Amen? But tonight I'd like to share with you on making the Word of God final authority in our life. Hallelujah. Um, so, you know, we see a lot of things in the world today, uh, and it's a lot of it's, of course, most of it's contrary to what we're see- seeing in the Word, but we're seeing things take place as the Word is speaking. It, it's declaring. If, if we want to see what's taking place, we get in the Word, and we'll see that it's no surprise of what we're seeing on the news. Amen? Uh, it just... A lot of things are taking place in a way we never, may not have thought we'd see them, amen? But um, when we focus on the Word of God and see what it says, amen? One thing that we, as the body of Christ, is the Word of God should be the only authority we base our life on as the body of Christ. Only authority. Because we can get into error if we don't. We can get into error if we don't. We base our outcome not by what we see in the natural, but by the Spirit by faith. We sit in the Spirit by faith, and we confess what we want to see based on the Word of God. See, if it's not based on the Word of God, we should not be confessing it as the body of Christ. Amen? Because anything that's not the Word of God is contrary. In our life, we see a lot of things take place. <laughs> and, you know, in our everyday life. But if we focus on what the Word of God says, then, and stand on it, and declare it, confess the Word, we'll see it take place. Amen? It's a continuance of confession. Amen? If it's not based on the Word of God, then it shouldn't be our confession. Jesus only said what he heard the Father say and did only what the Father said to do. Amen? So if we will spend time with him in in our daily walk and he says to do this, we do that. This, he says to do that, we do that. Amen? It's it's simple. But there's times that we... we, uh, he tells us to do something, and we think it's crazy. Amen? What will people say? What will people do? But let me tell you, if we do as he says, we're going to see lives changed. When we should be upset, he says, just praise me, just glorify me, just love me, just thank me. Amen? In uh, John... If you would, please go with me to John 
5.19, John 5.19. says, then, then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, The Son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do, for what things soever he doeth, these, these also doeth the Son likewise. Okay? We never seen in the Word where Jesus was contrary to the Father. Everywhere he walked, everywhere he stood, he was in line with the Word of God. And you, you, you notice that a lot of times, most time, Jesus was interrupted as his as he was walking. Amen. He can do nothing of himself except the Father tells him. That's the way we should be. At our job, at a at at shopping or wherever. If he says, Go over here, even traveling. When we're traveling and he says, Go off the side of the road here, there's a reason why he's saying go off the side of the road here. Amen. Go have lunch. You know, pastor has said that several times. That, you know, the Spirit of the Lord ministered to him. Go, pull off and go have lunch. Okay? So he did. And find out later that there was a pretty serious accident up the road later on. But with us making the Word of God final authority, that means we will not make a big decision without counseling with the Father. We stand on His Word. There's a lot of people that want us to jump into a situation real quick. I've got to have the decision. You've got to make that decision. I will let you know. And a lot of times, the decision that needs to be made is not a quick decision. They just want it so they can do whatever. Amen? Who would go with me to uh, John 12:49? John 12, 49 says, For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which he sent me. He gave me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. Verse 50, And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Whatsoever I speak, therefore, even as the Father said unto me, so I speak. He spoke what the Father said to speak. Now, if you could think back on some things, you know, all of us think back on some things of what we said, and we stop thinking, was the Spirit of the Lord ministering to me to say this? And you, you actually, that word actually just steps on our feet because it's like, ouch! You know, it's like you're thinking, was that of God or was that of myself, the flesh? Amen? It's not the outcome of pleasing ourselves, the flesh, or pleasing others. It's the outcome of pleasing God the Father. Man wants pleased. Amen? We all know man wants pleased. But the thing about it is, 
Who do we get blessed by? Amen? If we, if we please man, are we going to be blessed? But if we please God, we know we're going to be blessed. Amen? Because we're going to be in His will. If you would go with me, please, to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20. Again, whenever Jesus said, He only said what the Father said and only did what the Father did. The miracles that He performed, I tell you, if, you know, if He wouldn't have done what the Father said, things would be a whole lot different. But, He refused. He, you know, there's times, there's always an opportunity. He had an opportunity disease not to do it. But no, I'm going to do what my Father says. And if I'm only going to speak when my father said to speak. But when he spoke, it was that divine word that changed lives. And again, made people upset because they couldn't believe what was going to take place. They thought it was, you know, he was wicked. Amen. Proverbs 4.20 says, My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let... Let them not depart from my, from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Now, in the Amplified Version of Proverbs 4.20, says, My son, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. If we, which we do, but if we consent, if we just focus on what he is telling us in his word. Look at it, even read it out loud. We can see, we'll see things take place like never before. Of our situations. Amen. My son, attend to my words, consent, and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. For they are alive to those who find them, healing and health to all their flesh. Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance, and above all that you guard, for out of it it flows the spring of life. As we read his word and read it out loud to where we can hear it, it increases our faith. It's like Romans ten seventeen. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it's important. You know, you get a hold of the word, you, you read it out loud, you hear it. Amen? Even with CDs or even DVDs, you hear it. It, it builds your faith up because that word just comes in and gets into your heart. Amen? Now, we know that if we're around somebody and they're in the world, worldly speaking, that can hinder our thoughts, attack our thoughts, our heart. Amen? So as we, uh, as we be cautious about what we hear... You know, there's times, you know, we just have to cast it down and say, no, I'm not going to think that. Amen? Because when we're in a battle, the enemy throws them 
thoughts in your mind and uh-uh, uh-uh. But, you know, here's the thing. Every time he's, he puts, tries to throw something at you, it's a lie. To get you to believe it, so you start confessing it. And when you confess it, guess what? He can work with that. Amen? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So important to, to read it out loud, to speak it. And, you know, he says to, uh, to tend to his words. You know, we, we read it. It's like whenever you're taking medicine. You know, you take it consistently, you know, day by day. You know, we read his word. We read it consistently day by day. And so, you know, with the technology now, you can have, you know, of course, the Bible's on your phone or whatever, but you have it right there. You can look at it and say, you read it. Even in your private, you know, in the private time, you can read it out loud and you can build your faith by what you see because there's times even during the day when you're around somebody, like I said, you your faith is attacked. And unfortunately, there's a lot of believers, Christians, that don't realize that it attacks their faith. And before you know it, and before they know it, they start talking like it. They don't realize it. It's like, oh my, I just realized that I'm not speaking the right things. Then all of a sudden, our confession gets out there. And here's one thing that a lot of people don't realize. It's as if they confess their own thing, negativity. That affects others. Our actions affect others. You know, many times we've heard, you know, we got to watch our actions because we're being watched. If, if someone knows that you're going to church, they're going to watch you. It's so, you know, so many years of so much negativity that has been hurt and coming out of the church years and years and years that they watch you. Well, I want to see, you know, I want to see if, if they really are living what they speak. Amen. Am, am I living what I confess? Then you get into a situation. The enemy attacks and you start talking worldly. And that person may be over there and you don't, you don't realize that they're watching. And they're like, they're no different than I am. They deal with the same thing and they just treat it the same way. Amen? But as we incline our ears by speaking the word, we build our faith up. I have come to the conclusion, and I also have just come to made up my mind, you know, in the United States, in this country, we have so many options. In other countries, they don't have options. You know, when they receive, there's, that's why I believe a lot of times we hear miracles take place, like Pastor, when he goes overseas, there's miracles takes place because they don't have other options. They don't hear of other options. We hear a lot of them. Either you can or you can't. But I've, I've come to the conclusion, I don't want to make, allow myself to have an option. If I don't allow myself to have an option, then in Jesus' name, the Word of God is taking place in my life. No matter what kind of reports, the Word of God is going to take place in my life. I stand on the Word of God. So if I don't give that option of, well, you know what the doctor says, no. No, that ain't what my Bible says. So if I don't give myself an option, my personal self, then I can stand on the Word of God and see it take place in my life. So many times that people get negative reports and it just kind of destroys them. 
because they're like, oh my, what am I going to do? The Word. Amen? The Word. Let, let them not depart from our eyes. We continuously, you know, we can read the Scripture several times and we can even think it. We can see it. We can just see it without reading. Then we can quote it. You know, you have a feeling come up. Well, in Jesus' name, I am healed. Someone uh, said in prayer request, we can declare in the name of Jesus the Scripture that we stand on. Amen? Hallelujah. The, lo- the Word of God will change lives. Change, change thoughts. Change the way we do things. You know, when you get, get, get saved, your life changed. Your normal... Everyday actions change because you're like, I don't want to live that life no more. I don't want to do what I did before. Amen? Because that was my old self. And it may not have been all bad things, but just the way you walk, your expression. You know, you see someone get saved, and they're, you look at their face, and you see a total change in their, their face. You see them being happy. For the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen? We keep and guard our hearts because when we receive a word as seed in our life, the enemy comes quick to steal it. Because he does not want that word to increase, to manifest. Because he knows when we got the word, he's in trouble. Amen? We guard our hearts, we grasp a hold of it, and we refuse to let go. If you have, it's like when you have a child in your arms, and someone tries to come take them, you're not going to let them have, I mean, you, you'll, you'll stick out, you stick your life on line just to keep that, that child safe, or your loved one, amen? That's why you with the Word of God. You guard that Word where... The enemy can't come in still. And whenever he tr- comes in, say, uh-uh, devil. I have the word. I'm going to keep the word. Amen? Again, we read the word of God out loud, and we hear it, and, fa- and our faith starts to build up. Increase. Amen? We need the knowledge of the word. When we read the Word, we receive knowledge of what it says. How can we declare the Word of God, stand on the Word of God, if we don't know what it says? Amen? If you would go with me, please, to Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. It says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. How many say, that's not talking about me. I have knowledge. Amen. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me, seeing that thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. That's not talking about us. Amen. Because we... We have knowledge. Amen? We have the knowledge of God. We're not destroyed because we continuously, when we study the Word, we, we grab that knowledge. And it's, and it's important, you know, it's, 
awesome to where when we study, he reveals certain things to us when we study. And it's like the, the new knowledge we receive, he reveals to us like, i never seen that before. And then you write it down. It's like the other day, I got up as I was preparing for the night. It starts hitting me, so I went, wrote, wrote down, get back up, start, you know. It's good to be able to write down what he gives to you. That way you can remember. So you say, okay, I see that. I grab a hold of that. Amen. When we study the word of God, he ministers to us what we need to know. If you would go with me, please, to 2 Timothy 2.15. Hallelujah. Our spiritual life depends on the Word of God. Our natural life depends on the Word of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 15 says, Study to shew thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly dividing is to dissect, expound, correctly the divine message rightly divided when you study and you get into certain words that you study out just like you know the amplifier when you read the amplifier it amplifies what it says and and, and you go and you go deeper into what the word of god says amen it's it's grasping a hold of it it's not just thinking you know unfortunately a lot of people they read the word once and say, they got it. I've got it. Well, guess what? You may have it, but you still, we've still got to get a hold of it. Because some of the word is being inter- misinterpreted. So when we get into reading, and he reveals to us some things that, he, that we need to know at that point in time, it changes the way you think. Amen? It changes, you know, your study. You're like, wow, it, it gets you excited. And before you know it, you could be spending an hour, two hours studying, and you're so built up on what he's given to you. Amen? That when you're focusing on that word, <laughs> it's like, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Second uh, Timothy 2.15 in the Amplified says... Study and be eager and do your utmost to present yourself to God approved, tested by trial, a workman for his for a workman who has no cause to be ashamed, correctly analyzing and accurately dividing, rightly handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. It's, it's so important for, you know, we're all ministers. Different types of ministers. But when you study, it, it's important for us to grab a hold of what he's saying. So when we are sharing the word with others, we're not, we're not telling, you know, sharing it with them in error. That we're giving them truth. We're not just giving them our opinion or our thoughts. 
You know, a lot of times, you know, people say, I want to give you my opinion on the Word. I don't want your opinion. I don't want your opinion. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be rude or disrespectful. But, you know, some people's opinion of the Word is just so contrary to the Word. It's what they think. Well, I think this is what... No. If it ain't in the Word, then it's not fact. We've got, we've got to understand, you know, the body of Christ has got to understand that when we share with others, like, like I said before, when Jesus said, I only say what my Father says, we only say what our Father says to others. Because our brothers and sisters may be dealing with something that we don't really know what's going on. And the Spirit of the Lord ministers to us, say this to them. And that's the exact word that they need to get through the situation. It's an encouragement to them. Amen? It is good to pray before reading and thank... It is good to pray before reading and thank the Father for the revelation, knowledge, and understanding of His Word. Thank Him. Say, Father, thank you. I thank you for the revelation, knowledge, and understanding of Your Word. I tell you, when you, when you do, it, op- it opens yourself up to receive and not be confused. Because how many knows when you, sometimes when you read the Word, it's, sometimes it's hard to understand. And that's when the devil tries to come in and throw confusion. Oh, you can't understand. You need to stop reading. No. That's why I like to have not only the King James, but the Amplified right there. That way, if I don't understand, I just go to the Amplified. And it expound. It tells me, you know, okay, this is what this says. It's important. Amen. A lot of books in the Bible are very are very difficult to understand at a natural natural thought. But as you get you know, you receive it by the Spirit, then the revelation will come and guess what? You you start learning. Because used to in times past when I study, it was hard to understand. You know, like the book of Proverbs. There's a lot of stuff in Proverbs is very hard to understand. But when you continue to read it and read it, you're like, okay, I see. I see what it's saying. I see what it's saying. It's like uh, Brother Keith Moore, Pastor Keith Moore, he says, he says probably within the first decade in heaven, we're going to be, we're going, to be going, oh, oh. Oh, that's what that means. Oh, and it's like you know, there's you know, you may read something ten years ago, and now you're starting to grasp a hold of what that certain word is saying. It's like that ain't what I thought it said because we read it times we read it into our natural thought and our natural thinking cannot comprehend a lot of times because it's like it's just by the spirit. Amen. So if we read, if we study, or if we pray before we study, it just opens ourselves up to receive, grasp a hold of what he's saying, and that way we can share with others, not by what we think, but by what he ministers us to share. Amen? If you would uh, please go with me to uh, Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. Colossians chapter 1, verse 9. 
It says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I'd like to read that one more time. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. One thing that really gets me a lot, some, a lot of times is when people say, well, well, if it's his will, that's what it's going to be. If it's will, if it's his will, then the word of God. But hey, if we don't know what the will of God is when we pray, we need to find out what the will of God is before we pray. Then we can say, okay, Father, your word says this. Because he don't, he don't want to hear, well, Father, if it be your will. First of all, we need to know what his will is. Because if we don't know what his will is, we just need to sit down and not say a word, amen? But knowing his will... The way, you know, going through the day. It's like the law of the land. It, it, it's, it's not for the, the ones that keep the law. It's for the ones that break the law. But we know that we, if, if it says you can't go over here, then that means you don't go over here. But if the will, of, you know, with the will of God, you says don't do this, then guess what? That means don't do this. We need to know what his will is. Verse 10 says that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in, all, in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Increasing in the knowledge of God. How do we do that? Study His Word. Grasp a hold of His Word. Let Him reveal to us again what He, what he would have us to know. So important. So important to be open to receive from Him. Because if we just read the Bible, we might get we might get it as just an old uh, story. But when we read and study it, we will see revelation of what took place. It's the greatest story we will ever read. True story. But we just have to look at it as His Word is life-changing. I want to receive. Just like when you go to the dinner table. You go to eat. You go to get full. When you go, we go to study, we go to eat the Word. Grab a hold of the Word and get full of the Word. Because there's, there's, there's so many things that take place that we need the Word of God so we know how to encounter with the Word of God. In uh, Colossians 1, 9, the Amplified, says, For this reason we also, from the, from the day we heard of it, have not ceased to pray and make special requests for you, asking that you, that you may be filled with the full, deep, and clear knowledge. Full, deep, and clear knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and comprehensive insight into the ways and purpose of God and in understanding and discernment of spiritual things. 
we have discernment when we see things we'll say this ain't of God there's a lot of things today that you can look at and say this ain't of God someone says what do you mean well the things that are taking place it's not of God there's a lot of distractions out in the world when you, read, when you watch the news, very seldom do you see a good report. You always see bad reports, negative reports, this and that. But he wants us to have spirit, the spiritual wisdom, spiritual the knowledge and understanding. You know, we make a decision. He gives us the wisdom to make that decision on what to do. And you know, there's times that we make a decision that we want to make that we think we need to make and we find out later that oh boy should I have made that decision but we know that if he gives us the answer we make the decision on what he tells us we know we're not going to be disappointed that our our decision is going to prosper it's going to go forth you know the enemy will try to say oh you're not going to receive it that's you, you get that Whenever he, he tells you that, you say, no, devil, that's just a lie. No, you, you know, you feel something in your body, and he just throws this thing in your mind. This what, no. You know, you know automatically, he said, no, that ain't it. The Word of God is manifesting in my body. It's taking place. But if he can get you to think it and start confessing it, then you will see results that you don't want to receive. Because he works by, he, he's not creative, he works by using your words. You speak it out of your mouth, he can grab a hold of that and run with it. And all of a sudden you get different reports of this and that. Amen? Verse 9, that you may walk, live, and conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to him and desiring to please him in all things, bearing fruit in every good work and steadily growing and increasing in and by the knowledge of God with fuller, deeper, clearer insight, acquaintance, and recognition. We can recognize what is of God and what's not of God. People's actions, we can see what is of God and what's not of God. And there's times when ourselves, you know, I'm told, may have been to, told, well, you act, and you, you'll deny it because you're like, no, it didn't happen. And you find out, yes, it did, you know, but with the Word of God, put it in your heart. You conduct yourself, of course, according to the Word. And bearing that fruit, they will see what kind of fruit you have. You have love, you have joy, you have peace. When things going on around you, and all of a sudden, you just have peace. And they're like, why aren't you getting upset? I have peace. I don't need to get upset. Because if I get all in fear, well, fear comes in, that moves my faith out. So if I bring, build my faith up, fear goes out. I have no, nothing to fear because I know God's with me. It don't matter what we see. That's what the enemy wants us to do. Go by what we see. 
if we see it and we start confessing, well, this is what's happening. No, wait a minute. <laughs> this is negative. This is negative. If I want the, the positive, which is the spiritual things that I know is of his word, I start speaking, no, there's peace. There's peace. You see someone, a family member getting upset, peace. Start saying peace, amen? Joy. They may not be very happy about it. But you say peace. Well, how can you do that? Because when you have the word in you and you're speaking the word, you can't go wrong. Amen? You can't go wrong. But we learn to receive what his word says. And we increase in and by the knowledge of God with fuller, deeper, and clearer insight. Reading the word and you, you, you get that insight say, okay, I see, you know, he, he shows you. And, and, and you may have a prayer request or you may have someone that's, you know, talking to you about something and he reveals to you, share this with him. Share this with them. Well, Father, what if they don't believe it? No. You don't go by, what if they don't believe it? You're sharing them. You know. A lot of people say, well, they're praying if it, this is what they want, if this is the Lord's will. Well, the Lord's will is for us to be healed. The Lord's will is for us to be prosperous. It's up to us. Well, we decide he can't go beyond our will. He gave us our will. But if we line our will up with his, then we know. I'm going to speak truth. And there's times there's time that people don't want, like I said, people don't want to hear it because they say, well, I, I was taught this. Well, is it lined up with the Word of God? That's one thing that Brother Keith Moore had been ministering, and I tell you, it's brought up some insight and some things that I've heard. It's like, is it lining up with the Word of God? Is it based on the Word of God? You know, the question is, is it? You know, someone says, well, you know, well, is, is it according to the Word of God? Well, this is, what, this is what's in the Word. And a lot of times, like I said before, they, inter- they, they, they say it, they quote it, but they misquote it. This is not what it says. They, they put those few words in there that makes, say, oh, this was no. You need to read that again, amen? Because I tell you, the devil uses the, the word, but he twists it just enough to make, hey, that sounds right. But you find out that it's not right. Amen? That's why we've got to be very cautious on when someone says, well, this is what the Bible says. You know, you might shake your head, but they don't. They may think you're agreeing with them. No, you're acknowledging that you you heard what they said, and they ask you, you know, what's your thoughts on it? If it don't line up with the Word of God, it's not true. We got to base it on the Word of God. Every decision, you know, situation happens based on the Word of God. Hallelujah. Our spirit man needs the Word of God. Here's something that the Holy Spirit ministered to me maybe last year, a while back. He says, when we neglect our spirit man, 
the feeding of the Word of God, we neglect our natural man, the manifestation of the Word of God. Because you receive it first by the Spirit. You receive it first by the Spirit, and you start speaking out of your mouth. In Jesus' name, it's manifest. You see it by the Spirit, like I said before. It's like, wow. If we neglect... If I, no, if I neglect myself reading the Bible a few days for some reason, I feel it. I sense it. It's like, I need the Word. My spirit man needs the Word because it's like, like I said, when you go to eat, eat on, uh, at the dinner table, you get full. You get that natural feeding. But the spirit man, or the spirit man needs the feeding of the Word. Read it, read it out loud. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. That way, each and every day, we can stand and say, in Jesus' name, this is not taking place. Amen? That's why I believe a lot of people are not seeing the Word of God manifesting in their life because they're, they're neglecting the Word of God. They're feeding their inner man. We need the, our inner man needs the food even as much as we need it naturally. Amen? The Word of God can transform us by renewing our minds. Who would please turn with me to Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2. There's a lot of corruption spiritually that tries to get in and affects our inner, our inner man, our, our spirit man. Tries to corrupt him. That's why it's important for us to feed our spirit man. So he will be built up. We, you know, building ourselves up. Romans chapter 12, verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How do we renew our mind? With the Word of God. Romans 12, 2 in the Amplified says, Do not be conformed to this world, this age, the fashion, fashioned after and adapted to its external, superficial customs. Wow. Superficial customs. But be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind. By its new ideals and its new attitude. So that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in this, His sight for you. So we grab a hold of his word. We renew our minds. So we know where we're at, where we're standing on his word. And we ch it changes our thinking. We, we hear something, we get a thought. Now usually when someone tells you something, you get a thought in your mind. You kind of picture it. Whether it's good or bad. You just picture it. And the word renews our mind when we read it. And when we read it, it gives us a clearer picture. It gives us, okay, 
and understanding that what I've been told is a negative influence. And what I need is a positive influence, of course, which is the Word of God. The negative influence is there to just wipe us dry. Take that Word and just wipe us dry. And that's the influence of the enemy. He, you know, just like back in the garden, he used, the enemy used one person to get to the other person. And he uses, a lot of times he uses people that's close to you to get to you. It could be just one comment. It could be, well, you know, this, this, this. And it's like, it could aggravate you. You're like, wait a minute. Their intention wasn't to aggravate you, but the influence that they had just, you know, might have been a misunderstanding or whatever. But as we read the Word, and even with family members, they have an issue. In the name of Jesus, this is what the Word says. We come into agreement with the Word, and we're going to see it take, the Word of God take place. Amen? Hallelujah. So renewing our minds is so important. And when we renew our minds, our thinking changes, our confession changes. Not only does our lives change, but we, when we speak into other people's lives, only what he says to speak. Just like Jesus did. When he spoke it, lives are changed. When he walked, lives are changed. Because like the one with the issue, blood, issue of blood. She just said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. She stretched forth and grabbed a hold of it. Her faith, her, her determination. We get determined. If we get determined to touch his the hem of his garment, to touch him, we'll see things take place. We'll see our lives take place. Amen? Hallelujah. In closing, when we make the Word of God final authority in our life, then nothing else matters. You say, we mean nothing else matters. Only the Word of God. You might might be going through a situation that's contrary to the Word of God, but guess what? The Word of God, we have to allow the Word of God to overrule, to overcome what we believe. And the decisions is up to us. Amen? We say no. Just like... uh, a family member on Sabrina's side had uh, a, a bad report. And I told her, she says, word of God, the Word of God is final authority. Plain and simple, the Word of God is final authority. Could we get upset? Yeah. Did we like to report? No. I told her, the Word of God is final authority. We've got to stand on the Word of God. Is it tough? Well, for the natural, yes. Tough for anybody. But we have got to stand on the Word of God and make the Word of God final authority. And when we make it final authority, 
then we will see things take place like never before. Amen?